welcome to the Dorky Diva Show. I'm your host, Savannah. And I am Brian. And we are so excited to be back. We took a short break last week um, from podcasting because I was at Emerald City Comic Con. She was. We were we were very busy, and we are back this week to talk about the very last season until next year until of next Star year. Wars: The Clone Wars. Woo! By the way, yeah. I'm assuming it's next year, but sure. I mean, I would love to get more Clone Wars in the fall, but now I'm kind of feeling like we're getting it in the spring, so I'm just gonna go on a whim and just say next year. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm gonna back your play on this one. All right, Brian, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm good. I'm stressed good. about celebration. <laughs> <laughs> it will be okay. Uh, we're at that weird sort of nobody knows anything. We all we all want to know, but you know, all is yeah. as the force wills it. Yeah, as, we're, a, as Jared says. We're recording this episode on Friday, March twenty second, and as of as of right now, they announced like a bunch of details yesterday about how the whole panel lottery slash reservation system is going to go at celebration chicago and it made me very nervous because i thought there were a lot of gray areas but hopefully all that stuff will be cleared up soon and i'm still really excited to go yeah me too you better get into that episode one panel brian i will fist fight someone <laughs> i'm just saying i would not be held accountable for my actions should someone stand between me and an episode one panel don't come near brian near that I, panel I'm unless just he's saying. got his butt in a seat a hundred percent or my feet on a seat more realistically that yes uh just saying guys it's nothing personal yeah. but uh you know there's a tiny tiny little part of me that's that's hoping a certain someone's gonna be there someone probably not i understand probably not name rhymes with priam sneezing <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> yes <laughs> you may have discovered <laughs> that's that's the new code sneezing Sneezing. Yes, of course. But yes. uh, I think since the last time we recorded, they announced that Ahmed Best will be there. So we are both really stoked about that. Like, that's oh, going to be so man. great. I hope people just give him a standing ovation when he walks out on stage. I'm standing on my chair. I'm saying this right yeah. now. Yeah. So if anyone's in the episode one panel and you see a guy stand on his chair and then you see security run over and say, sir, sir, get down. The the guy it's they're talking you. to is me. Yep. It's you. Yeah. 100%. Of course. Um, Yeah, so we're really excited about Celebration. We just officially announced our meetup yesterday. Like, we already talked about it on the show here, but you guys were the first to know, and now everybody else knows. So we are doing our meetup on Friday night, April 12th of Star Wars Celebration. We're going to be there at 7.30 p.m. in the Marriott lobby. And the Marriott, I believe, is, like, connected to McCormick Place. So if you're already at the convention, come on over to the Marriott lobby. I believe there's some restaurants there, too, so you can grab some food real quick. Come hang out with us. Um, We also shared pictures of the swag we're going to have at Celebration because Melissa knocked it out of the park. We Man. will have 100 exclusive button packs that are themed after hashtag Clone Wars saved. So one of the buttons features Ahsoka from the new Clone Wars trailer. The other button features two people that you may know that host a podcast that you might it's be me. listening to right now. Guys, it's um, me. <laughs> and we're holding the Ahsoka inspired clone helmets. 
Um, so anyways, they come on like a really cool card back that says hashtag Clone Wars Saved, says the Dorky Diva Show. We're really excited about those, but we only have 100. And at our last meetup in Orlando, I had, I believe, over 100 stickers. And we gave out all of those stickers throughout the night. Um, so hopefully we'll give everything away. Um, but I would say come early if you're concerned about not getting one. Um, and then we're also going to have a hundred stickers of our hashtag no filter design, which is Kiati Mundi yeah. <laughs> listening to a podcast with his earphones on, just not giving a care in the world because he will say whatever he feels. It's true. It's true. I'm Relatable. very excited about those. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Melissa Thomas did the art for those. She was on our last podcast, if you haven't heard it yet. Um, or no, she was on the podcast before because we talked about Clone War, or we talked about Celebration last time. So you right, anyways, you're right. Checks very out. excited about that. Um, there is an event page on Facebook. If you look up uh, the Dorky Diva Meetup at SWCC, you will find it. And we would love for you to RSVP if you're able to make it. I'm trying to get a head count because crossing my fingers that I'll see a really cool bakery in Chicago and be able to bring like cupcakes or cookies or something for everybody. So it would be nice to have a general head count of how many people to expect if I can make that a reality. So we're very excited. It's going to be fun. Yeah, we are. It's going to be the best. It's going to be super fun. And then we're going to be giving away some t-shirts and other things um, throughout the night as well. So it's true. Come join us. 7.30 Marriott Friday night for a fun time. Yeah. Um, and today we are going to be wrapping up our Clone Wars discussion. But before we get started on that, Brian and I have to talk about someone who is very near and dear to us. His name yes. is Daryl. And Daryl. Daryl is like, I swear, our biggest supporter. <laughs> like, anytime we post a show, Daryl immediately listens to it. He immediately messages both of us on Instagram is like, OMG, I love the show. And he like tells us what he thinks. And he is a patron of ours and he is just so freaking supportive and Daryl doesn't even know that we're going to be talking about this right now but we wanted to support him by telling all of you about this awesome charity run that he's doing for Cancer Care Manitoba so I believe he's running a full marathon to raise money for um, cancer patients and if you would like to donate to his charity run you can go to his Instagram it's Debo27 that's d-e-e-b-o-27 on instagram and the link for the um like donation profile is in his bio um and we'll also share that link in our show notes of this episode so that if you're not on instagram you can still check it out um but we are just like the biggest fans of his he is the biggest fan of ours and we love him dearly and we really want to support him with this charity run so yeah. yeah I have guy. asthma, so I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he's he's been running all over the world in the last month too. I think I he's know. been traveling with his family and they've been to like Hawaii and they've been to Australia and they've been to all these different places and he's still keeping up with all of his marathon training during these trips, which is crazy because like if I go on a trip, I am not gonna work out. I'm oh, not same. gonna eat well, same. I'm gonna eat ice cream, I'm gonna sit on my butt, I'm gonna enjoy vacation. But he has been very diligent about continuing his training for this true and mind you he's canadian and he's running now so there's like yeah 20 there's like 35 feet of snow and he's like i'm gonna run on top of it like an elf yeah and he posts pictures like every day of him running in the snow and i'm just like aren't you 
cold? <laughs> Aren't your lungs on fire right now? Like, so you know what? While we're on it, you know what? Just follow Daryl on Instagram because it's crazy. Just follow Daryl. He's amazing. <laughs> he posts really positive content too. So we just he does. We just but love he's, him. He's trying. Uh, he's trying to raise, I believe, five hundred dollars is his goal. Yes, which is um, not much. So no. guys, let's help this guy out. And he's earning it. Think about it this yes. way. The man, Daryl is running, so we don't have to. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So uh, check out his uh, check out his page, Debo Twenty Seven's page at the Cancer Care Manitoba Foundation. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's do some good. Yeah, I'm into it. And like I said, that link will be in the show notes. So if you are listening to this on iTunes or anywhere else, or if you're listening to it on thedorkydv.com, just scroll down a little bit and you'll see a link. Um, and we also just want to send our best wishes to Daryl and hope that his run goes really smoothly because I could not do that. <laughs> I'm just True. like, I would get instant cramps and fall and cry and give up. Oh, so, see, I would just look at it and be like, nah, nah. I'm good. <laughs> I, I understand my limits and my very tiny lung capacity. I'm, yeah. I'm very fast for like 45 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like 12 I will seconds out, for me. I will, I will outrun most people, and for, mm. especially if I'm being chased. Oh man, if I'm being chased, I go even faster. But uh, there's a uh, there's some limits that apparently Daryl doesn't have. So yeah. check. He's like those a superhuman. Out. He really is, and he can fly. There's pictures of him like jumping in midair. Oh yeah, yeah. And I refuse to believe that he didn't stay in the air. No, I while know. those pictures were taken. Oh, I know. So, I've asked him. I'm like, yeah. how do you take those pictures? And he's like, oh, self timer. And I was like, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Tell that's us about your the, powers. <laughs> yeah, that's what he calls it. He actually sits down like Yoda, crisscrossed, and just floats into the air. And he goes, yeah. "All right, I'm ready." Yeah. And then they take it. He's like, "I blinked. Take another one." <laughs> and he's just <laughs> there the whole time. Oh, no, Daryl's the best though. So he's guys, awesome. check that out. He was also on one of our recent episodes of the Darth Vader comic series episodes on Patreon. It's true. So if you're a patron, um, you should go listen to the episode that he was on because. Brian and I had like a minor freakout moment, probably a major freakout moment. Actually, definitely he, a major freakout moment when he pointed out something about Darth Vader in that episode. It pretty much blew our minds. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Completely derailed everything. We were, we're like, like what? <laughs> <laughs> and we just could not focus the rest of the time. Oh my god, oh, it was so fun. Yeah. So, anyways, go He's support Daryl. He's amazing. I wish we could talk about him for like the next hour and a half because we totally could. That's right. Um, but we're gonna talk about Clone Wars now. Yeah, we are. <laughs> so, um, slight uh, disclaimer, I watched season six like a couple months ago, but as you all know, I have a terrible memory. It's true. Um, She's the worst when and it comes I, to memory. I really did want to watch these episodes again before we recorded, but I was like, you know what? I don't have time and I don't want to delay this show anymore. So we're going to get through this together. Um, yeah, we are. And my memory might be a little spotty, but it's okay. We're going to enjoy it. Yeah. So the first arc of this season, first of all, not good. It's very (laughs) sad. Um, But first of all, the this season is called the Lost Missions, um, yes, because we never got these because we lost them. Yeah, we lost them (laughs) until the Clone Wars aired on Netflix. So these did not air on Cartoon Network. They were created uh, right before the show got canceled, um, and. We were able to see these through Netflix, which is awesome. By the way, I think Clone Wars is like officially leaving Netflix in a week or two. Yep. So and they've binge, said binge, this binge. a million times, but I think it's real now because of Disney Plus and yep. like all the other shows have been pulled. So I watch agree. it while you can. Um, but 
it'll be on Disney Plus in the next For sure. year, I think. So at least we got through this. <laughs> at least we got through this. And fingers um, crossed for Rebels coming to Disney Plus. I know. I was actually thinking about that because I really want to talk about Rebels for our next series. Yes, but me too. I'm not sure how I'm going to be able to watch that. Um, there I don't are have... ways. Well, I don't want to do it illegally, Brian. Oh, well, it's not... <laughs> I mean, it's not. <laughs> I can't do I'm that. Not... That's not what I meant. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe someone could let me borrow oh. their um, Disney Now. Yeah, I think that's it's that's what I was. That's what I meant. What you... God, why does your brain always go to the crime side of things? <laughs> Man, think so little of me that I just wasn't what I was thinking about at all. I just, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. Anyway, so if uh, if anybody else has ideas on how to watch Rebels legally, or if anybody has a password okay. they want to give me, uh, that was for very accusatory the way you said that. I feel called out, and I don't appreciate it. I didn't call you out. I didn't say I'm, Brian. I mean. It kind of sounds like you did without saying it. You know what I mean? No, I didn't. <laughs> okay. Whatever you say. I didn't say it either, but that's not what I meant. <laughs> okay. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this first arc was written by none other than the beautiful, wonderful, amazing Katie Lucas. We Katie talked about Lucas. Her before. She wrote the Night Sister arc. I freaking love her i wish she wrote all of the clone wars and i pray that maybe she came back for the new season and is writing a couple episodes for that i think i would just die for that um (laughs) but anyways katie lucas wrote this first arc and this first arc of the lost missions is probably the most tragic story in my opinion of the clone wars right up there with ahsoka's story Really? This oh, arc? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. You know which one this is, right? This is the Clovis one. No. Isn't it? No. The which first arc is the one with fives. Wait. Am I in the wrong season? Uh, Probably. <laughs> season You're right. Six? You're right. It starts with the, uh, the, the chip. Yeah. This is why show notes <laughs> exist. This is why show notes <laughs> exist, and this is why you can tell that Brian doesn't use the show notes. It's true. You huh. know what? I, I earned this one. Funny how that works. You're right. No, I love this one as well. It's really sad. <laughs> this whole time, I was like, Clovis? The Crisis of the Heart one? And nope, oh I'm, a, I'm a little ahead. Yeah, wow. That's what no. kind of show we got for you guys today. Yeah. Um, welcome to the Brian Confused show. <laughs> Yeah, I no this uh, this uh this arc is awesome. It's very sad. Um, so it the is first really sad. Episode is called the unknown, uh, and we start on this episode on the planet Rinko Vinda. Uh, we're with Anakin and two other really cool Jedi masters called Tiplar and Tipley, and they I have like these like really cool like who type tentacle things coming out of their heads, and they just like float in the air and just. It's move. really it's like cool. they're in it's like they're underwater basically. It's really cool. It is. And they have Irish accents. Yeah. And they're they're just they're both girls, which is cool. So I agree. It's pretty neat. Um and they're also with Captain Rex, Fives, Commander Doom. This is the first time I believe we saw Commander Doom and Clone Trooper Tup. And during this uh battle with some droids, I believe, they are um shaken up a little bit and Tup goes through this thing where he starts to feel like he's possessed 
And I believe he says, like, good soldiers always follow orders. And he yep. ends up shooting Tiplar, the Jedi. Yeah. Which I is, like, like, what? The cooler one. I know. He just has, like, a weird little headache thing. Because they're yeah. fighting Trench at this point. Yeah. And Tre- oh, that's Trench right. is, like, a, you know. <laughs> yeah. And he's on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> and then Tup is just, like, <laughs> and then he just kills Tiplar. Yeah. And all he keeps saying is, good soldiers, good soldiers follow, follow orders. Good soldiers follow orders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, basically, they take him out so he cannot kill anyone else Thank God. and they take him to Camino. so anakin and rex are just like what the heck is going on um they take him to Camino, and five fives gets involved because he was there um and he saw like kind of what went down and tup ends up getting away but they bring him back to Camino again and th- this episode is pretty brief um it's basically just trying to figure out, like, not even figure out. They're just realizing that something is wrong with Tup. Um, yep. So that's kind of it for the first one. Yeah, um, it's very, like, just setting up what's about yeah. to happen. Yeah. It's yeah, this nuts. story is a four-part arc, and I really do like the pacing in this story because you have time to, like, breathe and understand what's going on because it gets pretty complex. Um, but it's sad that this is how it starts to end. Like, it's so cool how they tie everything in with the Clone Wars. And it's like, all right, Order 66. This is this is how it goes. Um, yeah. I do like that Trench, you know, he saw it. And then he's like, whoa, that's weird. Yeah. And he calls Dooku. And they're like, what? So, yeah. like, the Sith are immediately uh, notified. notified that their plan, like, there's a few leaks in the boat. Yep. And they're like, we need to figure this out. Yeah. It's, Nuts. It's pretty crazy so the next episode is called conspiracy and they've brought tup to tipoka city i think it's called um and they take him away like the caminion camini why can't i say this caminoans caminoans comedians that's comedians sounds like comedians (laughs) sorry that's it does it does which you know in the right light yeah so Fives ends up staying on Camino, and Rex has to go back to the battle. So now it's Fives and Tup, and Fives thinks that there may have been like a virus that called his breakdown, or the Caminoans the Caminoans think that there's a virus, and they think that Fives could also have the virus. Yeah. So they end up like quarantining him yeah and secluding him into a room where he has a window and he can watch tup from um and then there's a new droid called azi3 um and i like him a lot i love this droid like (laughs) i love him um and he's basically there to kind of take care of the clones and keep an eye on them and figure out what's going on but this droid is just so funny because he's like talking to Fives and he's like, what is your name? And Fives is like, my name's Fives. But I think the droid keeps calling him Clone for five, 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 five. Like, it's just like super yeah. annoying. <laughs> it's um, like, we have a number. Yes, you do. I also have a number. It is AZI three four five two one one eight. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> pretty cute. He kind of reminds me of Toto, but with less of a like sheepish personality. He's just like very computed and 
I don't know. Yeah. I like him. I like that he, he's like, oh, you have all these decisions to make. Well, I do not. Yeah. It's pretty great. He's like reveling in the idea that he doesn't have a choice because he's a droid. And he's yeah. like, it's just so much easier. <laughs> yeah. So they end up doing this test on Tup and the results come back negative. So he doesn't have a crazy virus. And they're like, okay, what the heck is going on? And then Tup wakes up again and starts talking about killing Jedi. And Shakti is on Kamino still. Um, we saw her back in season three, like when the art troopers are being trained and there was like clone cadets and stuff. So she's still there and she's trying to figure out if this is some sort of brainwashing plan from the separatists, like if they've somehow gotten in the mix with this. But we know that's not true. Um, that's true. We do know that. So Nala Say and Shakti are arguing basically on who really has authority over the clones because the Jedi ordered the clones to be created, right? And the Kaminoans are the ones that actually created them. That is true. So they're trying to figure out who has the final say in what happens, uh, and it gets a little heated. So Nala Say wants to, like, kill Tup and do an autopsy and... Shakti is like, what the heck? You can't do that. <laughs> like, yeah. no. No. Um, it's like, we'll kill him first, and then we'll figure out afterwards. Yeah, no. So um, the droid goes back to Fives' room, and they're, like, arguing about their names and their numbers, and that's where, you know, Fives is like, my name is Fives, not Clone Trooper 55555. Um, mm -hmm. So basically, Nala Se and Lama Su end up talking about Tup's issue and these are the Kaminoans that pretty much know what's going on and they start to determine that it's like a premature um like order 66 prematurely occurred yep. yep um and that's the end of the second episode so they're like arguing over authority still trying to figure out what's going on but the Kaminoans know what's going on it's just very tricky and very political. Yeah. There it's it's interesting that we get this because it shows the Kaminoans were in on it the whole time. Yeah. Cuz I feel like up until now, you know, the Kaminoans were making these clones and whatever, but I felt like I think before I watched this for the first time, I felt like even Dooku like kind of slipped it past the Kaminoans. Yeah. You know, I like gave them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But then here it's like, no, no, the entire time they're like, oh, so even back from like episode two, yeah. like, oh, yeah, Jedi Master Sifo-Dyas came here and he did it. And then, you know, it's, this is for the Jedi. The whole time they're just lying. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, no. That's I really you were sad. cool, Tanway. It's mm. like super mm -hmm. sad because the, the clones themselves have all this stuff implanted in them and they're just like so I know. in the dark about their own bodies, which is crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's so sad. Mm-mm-mm. Lama uh, Su thought you were cool. Not so much anymore. Yeah. Mm. So um, in the next episode called Fugitive, they end up taking out this um, growth that is in Tup's body. And yeah, the, the tumor. Yeah, it's called an inhibitor chip. And... Yep there starts to become a lot of speculation about what that is for. Um, people are trying to discover, like, who put that in them because Fives is like, what the heck is this thing, you know? Right. Um, 
And I believe Tup's inhibitor chip looked like it was deteriorating a little bit, right? Yeah, it's so they this chip is happening, they pull it out and then they notice that his chip is like malfunctioned mm-hmm. and that's why it happens. And then the whole time here, uh, they're like, if it's implanted in him, is it also implanted in you? And more importantly, at what stage? Mm-hmm. You know, so that's when they try to like figure it out and they end up going to like the embryo room and they see that like all of the babies mm-hmm. from the very beginning are are implanted with this thing. And Fives is, is basically nuts. like sneaking around trying to do all the investigation. Yes. It's very interesting when you think about the idea of an inhibitor chip. You know, it's like you say the command and then they go on autopilot. Mm-hmm. You know, they just do what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but then with stuff that we've seen in like the Darth Vader comic, uh, available at the Dorky Diva Patreon, um, when you see these clones after the fact, it seems like a lot of them, while under the inhibitor chip, did, you know, commenced Order 66, but at the same time were okay with it afterwards. And I think that yeah. speaks a lot more to the individual clones character. Yeah, I agree. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, I just get really, like, sad when I think about this arc because uh, I remember saying, like, back in season three that my two favorite characters that were created for the Clone Wars are Clone Trooper Fives and Asajj Ventress. And mm-hmm. not going to talk about how Ventress' story goes because uh, some people might not know. But mm-hmm. it's just so sad how this ends. Like... It is, especially because it ends with him like, it doesn't work. Yeah. You know, that's the that's the worst part is like when somebody, it's kind of like when somebody's telling the truth and then they're still not being believed. Like, uh, you know, little little Padawan from last season. Hmm. It just sucks to watch because you're like, no, they are right. And you're like, oh, man. I know. And five doesn't get a second chance. I know. Sheesh. <sighs> Poor guy. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so basically Fives is on the run because he's not complying to the orders if he needs to stay quarantined because the Kaminoans are trying to shut him up and basically trying to get rid of him because he's starting to understand what's going on. Um, yep. But he's like, nope, not going to do that. Um, so in the next episode... He ends up getting in touch with the other clone troopers and the Jedi, basically telling them what's going on. Um, and I can't remember if Palpatine was involved in that either. Do you remember? Uh, I'm pretty sure he was because uh, Dooku talked to him about it. That's I right. think Trench talked to Dooku. Dooku talked to Palpatine. He goes, oh, well, you need to go get that chip. Yeah. Because that was the whole thing. It's like if they have the evidence of a chip because that they found the chip they found they took it out of uh tub's head and then they took the malfunctioning one and they're like all right we're gonna send you back to camino and you can talk to the chancellor and kind of he'll hear your case personally Mm -hmm. and then that's when that was a little bit of a interception (laughs) no good no good i don't want to talk about the embryos (laughs) (laughs) hey it's not worse than 99 um it, it is it is worse oh, than 99 yeah oh dude 99 i think the, it's worse the, than the pinnacle for me because at least at least fives went down swinging you know fives had to like he did everything he could and like i don't know i feel like as far as like death goes fives i feel like he'd be proud of the way he went down 
uh, which I guess 99 would too, but the tragic part is that 99 thought he was going down for a good cause and fives realizes that this isn't even a good cause and he has to go out for it. That's, That's true. Thing. That's true. In, in that <sighs> in that regard, I agree. Yeah, because he just uh, fives. What happened is fives didn't make it. You know, whereas like the people survived because of ninety nine because yeah. he got the he got the ammo to him. Mm-hmm. So in that regard, it's definitely sadder. But yeah, uh, not nothing in Clone Wars hits me as hard as ninety nine. It's too much. My thing is fives, but okay. So there ugh. we go. All Let's right, do it. here's the end of it. So Fives goes to Corazon, and it's actually really funny. He ends up going to this bar, and there's like a bunch of drunk yeah. clones. Clones. It's just like, what? <laughs> he, t- he takes a cab, and he's like, all right, you got to pay. He goes, ah, bill it to the Republic. <laughs> and the taxi driver says, what does he say? Um, he's just sound like, ah, clones, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he's like, he's really not happy. Yeah, um, nope. So, <laughs> Yeah. Um, anyway, so he's on Corazant. He ends up getting in contact with Anakin, Rex, and the other 501st clones, I believe. Yep. Um, and they end up meeting in, like, this warehouse thing, and Fives is like, you know, this is it. Like, this has been implanted in us, and... Because he meets with Palpatine beforehand. Right. And, and Palpatine tells him the truth. Right. <laughs> Which is so dark. God. <laughs> and, the, and the crappy thing is, like, they're they're trying to capture Five. So he's trying to talk to Anakin in this warehouse thing without seeing him face to face because he knows that they'll take him. And, you know, he doesn't trust anyone at this point. Yep. So basically, after it's a, it's a rough one. <laughs> telling them why they have these inhibitor chips and how it's going to be the demise of them. And he, how Palpatine's behind it. Yeah. Cause that's the other thing. He had them meet him at a warehouse and then he put ray shields on them. Yeah. Cause he's like, you need to hear me out and you're not going to hear me out just by hearing me out. I have to put you in this. You're not understanding. Palpatine's behind it. Anakin's like, you're being crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, well, the and they didn't believe him because up. he was like drugged up and really paranoid. And he was just like acting like a crazy person. So they Which, didn't really fair. know what to believe. Totally get it. It's sad, <laughs> but I totally get it. But basically, they end up killing him. They put him down, yeah. They put him he down. Because re- he goes and reaches for the blaster. Yep. <sighs> I know. And that's, that's the end of his story. That's so dark with Palpatine. <laughs> like, he's like, it. oh, he's like, you're, one, you're a clone, one of millions. I'm the Supreme Chancellor. Come into my office. We'll have a talk. It'll be fine. I'll hear you out. And then he's like, oh, by the way, I'm the Sith Lord behind all of this, and you're not going to do anything. So he's like, <gasps> yeah. and no one will ever believe you. Yeah. And he was right. Yeah. He was right. Rest Tell in your peace. sister he was right. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Fives. There's a, I think it was a girl wore this, like, outfit at celebration orlando and her shirt said uh fives deserve better and i was like <laughs> amen sister amen i agree with that yeah i agree but now we're going to talk about the arc that you thought we were going to talk about uh, 15 minutes one, ago <laughs> i don't like this one i don't like this one either because i hate clovis same 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 he just God, and having read Queen Shadow now, I'm like, God, I just never liked him. Oh, how was and that, he, by the way? Oh, it's awesome. Okay, It's good. really good. Yeah, there's some super cool stuff in there. Uh, and, but Clovis is in it. 
gross. And Clovis just like, I don't know. He gets way too much leeway. Is you he in it I mean? a lot? I mean, he's in it a bit, yeah, because it talks about like how they first met, and then when they mention uh, in Clone Wars working on the aqueduct system and whatnot, you actually get that in the book, mm. which is cool. Gotcha. Um, but I don't know. I just Clovis. The idea that Clovis can like be a separatist and all this stuff, but then he keeps getting all these chances. I'm like, what are we doing here? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I I get you were buddies, but Padme, come on, come yeah. on, you yeah, know I what's agree. up. I but agree. she's always like, no. I, you know, he's not He's all a bad. friend. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, girl. no, he's a separatist who's yeah. awful. I agree. Oh, my God. And then in this arc, they kind of made him try to have more of a conscious in the sense that he's like, oh, I'm going to do all these things for the betterment of that. And then Dooku kind of plays him. But, I mean, he lets himself be played. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't really remember what happens in this arc other than, like, um, I think... Anakin fights him and like loses his Yeah, this is the one where temper. uh like the banking clan doesn't really have any money, but Padme goes to go check it out and then Clovis is like, They're actually broke. I'll help you break into the vault. And then they're talking and then Enbo shows up and he like chases them and whatever. Then they get away and then I'm trying to think, trying to think. They do find out that the banking clan doesn't have any money because there was this deal and whatever. And then Clovis and Padme uh, get real close and then Anakin's not cool with it. Didn't they kiss? I think they did. Maybe. If not, he got like real up in her her business. In her business. (laughs) All up in her business. Yeah. And then Um, Anakin saw it and was like, Yeah. And he was like, Because she was like, Clovis, no. And he's like, Get away. Yeah. And then they had like a massive, massive. But it's awkward because Anakin and Padme have a little bit of tension in this arc because. Yeah. Because she straight up is like, If you can't do this, then we can't be together. Yeah. What? It's like, No, if you don't trust me, our marriage just lies. And it's like, Okay, well, Padme, no, I just lost my temper, you know, Yeah. kind of stuff. It's kind of um, weird. I'm not trying to be rude, but obviously, like, I'm just not the biggest Anakin and Padme fan. Um, so it's, like, weird to watch them have a fight. S- yeah, it's just, like, awkward. Because I'm like, your whole relationship is just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying their best, Savannah. I know, but you're going to have problems when you're having a secret marriage and... Also, like you're in a war, and I mean, life's complicated, isn't it? She's a politician. <laughs> you can't trust politicians, and you know. I mean, you're right there. <laughs> uh, so then, from there, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, um, you know, he, with the help of Padme, Clovis shows that like the banking clan is doing some shady stuffs, which we knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Dooku is like, hey, how about we in- reinstitute you as the leader of the whole money situation, mm-hmm. and then it'll be cool. And Clovis is like, okay, yeah, why not? And then he gets reinstituted as the leader of the monies. And then Dooku's like, oh, uh, by the way, we're going to need you to super tax the Republic and then give the Separatists a deal. And he's like, what? And he goes, uh, I kind of made you. <laughs> and you're like, what were you thinking, you dum-dum? Yeah. Um. So then Dooku's in charge again, and he's like, oh, well, is this a problem? A cool thing, though, that came from this arc that I liked was the fact that Clovis was raised by uh, Munes. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a neat little thing where I'm like, all right, okay. I like it. You're like, that's why we hate you. (laughs) 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 No, but yes. 
but maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, so that happens, and I'm trying to think, how does that end? Because he does he die? He does, yes, because there's the that that thing, the building's falling, and then Anakin has like oh, both yeah. of them, and he has to choose then, basically. I mean, he yes. can't hold them both, so he obviously chooses Padme. Let's go, of Clovis. It's, but yeah, Clovis was cool Clovis, with it, like yeah, Clovis was like grabbing his hand. He's like, "Goodbye, Padme." God, yeah. I hate how he says her Padme. name. Padme. <laughs> <laughs> it's an O now. My name is Rush Clovis, yeah. and you're Padme. Yeah. Padme, you have to believe me. The banking. Padme, I have a podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think Padme, there is quickly. a podcast now hosted by a few ladies that I know called Padme, I believe. There is, and it's awesome. Okay, cool. See, that's a really good pun. Yeah, I love Padme, that. A podcast but, about Padme. But if you're just but, trying to pronounce her name normally and you're saying Padme, we got a problem here. Then you need to take a seat, <laughs> young Skywalker. Yeah, it's a... Yeah. Uh, hate that art. <laughs> dumb, dumb. Don't like him. Yeah. I remember yeah. Um, they showed a clip from that arc at Star Wars Weekends before we knew that Clone Wars was being canceled. Um, oh. Yeah. Because I think we found out Clone Wars was being canceled in August of 2012, I believe. Or maybe I'm wrong. Sure. I could be wrong on those numbers, but I just remember a few months prior to that announcement, um, there was Star Wars Weekends and Dave Filoni came and showed the clip of like Embo riding on his hat in the snow from those episodes. Um, oh, and I remember, right. Yeah, I just remember that being real cool. Took a video of it, put it on YouTube. <laughs> and right. then we it didn't get really to cool. see that episode for like forever because it wasn't in <laughs> season five. Yeah, it was before season five aired. I think he showed that clip. And then we were like, wait, that wasn't in season five. But Ugh. it ended up in the last miss- mission. So anyways, fun fact. Let's move yeah. on because I don't like that arc. <laughs> I love this, this next, next one. Arc. I do too. Okay, okay. Oh, I'm so glad man. you love it. Okay. It's ama- it has, I will say, arguably the best animation of the entire series. Really? Oh, yeah. Dude, the different like energy blasts when they're disappearing, yeah. the glow stuff, like just. It is wow. good. Wow. Okay, wow. so this arc is called The Disappeared. There's a part one and a part two. And. Man, I'm so happy you love this. So Adore I remember watching these for the first time. Like I remember staying up until midnight to watch the Clone Wars on Netflix when these episodes are being released. I immediately skipped to the final uh, arc to watch first because the wolf pack was going to be in it. And I was real excited about that. Touche. Touche. And then I remember just kind of skipping over these episodes because they had Jar Jar in them. And I just like was not as interested in them as I was the rest of the season, particularly mm-hmm. the first arc. And then I went back and watched them recently and I was like, why did I ever skip these? Like, why did I ever just skim <laughs> through them? They're so good and so funny. Um, they are. Yeah. So do you want to do you want to set up the story? Yes. Okay. So they disappeared. They've got this planet Bardata and they're like force sensitive beings, but don't, you know, they're not Jedi or nothing, but they believe in the force and whatever. And then Queen Julia, who we find Queenie. out is Jar Jar's Queenie, <laughs> Queenie Julia uh, is Jar Jar's girlfriend. Yeah. Which is awesome. I know. And I still don't fully understand how they, they like any kiss of that. too. They did. They, <laughs> she's like, we got some people in our, in our council disappearing. Like our really powerful force sensitive people. And then she's and like, like, let's I will make out. Only talk to <laughs> Senator Binks. And I'm like, Oh yeah. And then they get there and she's like, Oh, Hey, and you're like, what is yeah. going on? I'm into and it. And she doesn't it, want Jar-Jar. any Jedi there, but they send 
True. They Mace send Windu. Mace Windu anyways. Or as I love to say, Master and Mace now. Yeah. Master and Mace. <laughs> That's how Jar Jar says his name. <laughs> I it's just amazing. love it. <laughs> I love and it so, so they get there because they're like, oh, it's going on. And they don't like Jedi because they call them baby snatchers, <laughs> which is a big deal because that was a thing in the old EU. Oh, that a I lot of people. That. Oh, yeah. Like there was a, an entire sect of people that hated the Jedi because they would just show up. And then be like, hey, your baby's force sensitive. If you want, I'll take him and we'll make him a Jedi. And some people were like, totally cool. Because Jedi didn't steal babies. Yeah. They would just go and very much like, you know, Qui-Gon did for Anakin. I was like, hey, your son is like really, really strong in the force. He can become a Jedi if that's okay with you. And then they would give them there. But there were some people that didn't see it that way. So they're like, oh, Jedi just come and steal babies. <laughs> um, so they don't even like Jedi uh, on their planet. Yeah, at all. Um, so they sent the most powerful Jedi in the galaxy, which is pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, they get there and she's like, oh, what's going on? This isn't good. People are uh, disappearing. And, um, she ends up getting taken, um, in this one. And their, their species is really cool. Yeah. They look like like Gungans, but they're not. Yeah. Like at first I thought they were Gungans, but they're definitely not. Yeah. They're like, uh. I don't even know how to explain it. I don't know. Just look them up. They're really cool. Yeah. And I, and I like it. I like it a lot. The the next episode of the arc to me is like straight up Temple of Doom. Yes. 100%. Yeah. You even got the altar and the like sacrifices and like you yeah. you see these people, this like cult leader uh is literally stealing the life force from people. Bodies. Like Kalima. Like Kalima. No. And they like Put it in this like force ball thing, and you're like, "Huh, this green energy, I think I've seen before." <gasps> and you have, and it's a uh, oh man, I I like this a lot. Like I said, the explosions, the effects, the disappearing, Mace Windu doing his thing. Like when you think about it, Mace Windu took on that entire tribe of shaman by himself, yeah. and the 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 mother Talzin. She shows up, and we're like, "What?" Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's what it was for. Yes. Crazy. They call it, yeah, it's like a, the living force, and they call it like the great mother, and they kept saying like the great mother will come and deal with the Jedi, and it'll be this, and then you find out, oh snap, it's Mother Talzin. So Mother Talzin fights Mace Windu. What? Yeah. What? Crazy. Crazy. And there's a Tuka cat in this too. Oh yeah, there is a little Tuka cat. I love. I didn't tukas. know that until I didn't. I didn't realize that until I uh, watched it later on. Mm-hmm. I, and because uh, I was like, oh, you know, that's a like, you know, the the not loth cat. Yeah. And I was like, those are totally from Rebels. And then when I was watching this, I was like, hey, yeah. it's one of those. Yeah. I but love how they give so good. Jar Jar's character so much, like so many episodes in the Clone Wars. I mean, Me that's too. kind of a risky move for them since Jar Jar was disliked for so long. I feel like he's making a comeback. Everybody's cool yeah. with him now. Or at least everybody in our family is cool with him. Yeah, they're um, not our friends. <laughs> and he he did have some silly, like way silly episodes early oh, yeah. in the Clone Wars. And this one We've was a little silly, but I really liked it. I really liked this arc a lot. Me too. Um, and it's Ahmed Best. He's back. I know. Doing what he does best. Yeah. And it's so we're cool. see him at Celebration. Did you buy your autograph ticket to meet him at Yes. Yes, I did. did I'm thinking about getting photo? a... I'm, so that's what I'm debating. I'm thinking I might. Uh, I mean, the prices are really. This is what you got to do, Brian. I want to wear my shirt. Yeah, you gotta. Your haters gonna hate shirt. You gotta wear that, and then 
Ahmed can hold up the prequel Defense Force shirt that you're going to give him. Ooh, that's a good idea. That's what needs to happen. It's a good idea. That'd be my profile picture forever. Or you can just hug him. Be like, can I hug you in this picture? I'm going to be like, hey, we're going to be best friends. You just don't know yet. Yeah. Hey, man. But I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. Surprise. (laughs) You had your best friend. (laughs) In the same way that I wrangled Savannah down into friendship. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't even a hard wrangle. It was like, oh, let's talk about Star Wars. Hey, you like Qui-Gon? I like Qui-Gon too. Let's be friends. What a boob. That's how it went. That went. (laughs) And I've been in this friendship for how many years now? (laughs) I know. It feels like a lot longer. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, Mm. I have that effect on people. But this episode is... So good. So good. I really, yeah. really like it. Yeah, I like it too. It's just when I watched it a few months ago, I was like, dude, this is straight up Temple of Doom with Jar Jar in it. <laughs> right? I love I'm it. I'm for it. I'm very for it. Um, The next arc is crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how to talk about this arc other than like the first episode. <laughs> well, um, so... The the wolf pack. This is another one. This opening sequence with the the wolf pack and like the sand and whatnot, mm. and they find Sifo-Dyas's crash ship and lightsaber. Dude, the uh, the lightsaber uh, scene there. Mm-hmm. The animation is really cool. Yeah, yeah. Like every now and then, there'll be an episode of Clone Wars where like the animation, I'm just like, what? Yeah. I don't know why it's not always, and I don't know enough about animation to know what I'm looking at. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Just every now and then, it sticks out. I love to know more about their budgets for these episodes and like which like do all the episodes have the same budget or which episodes are allotted bigger budgets like you can tell some episodes yeah. are able to do a lot more things yeah and, and I i'm wonder like why. i want to know about the budget <laughs> yeah i agree like there's maybe it's the environments that just look differently on screen i don't know what it is because i don't know what i'm talking about but that sequence in the sand with you know, Plo Koon with his hood up and the wolf pack scavenging. Like, yeah. it just looked really cool. We, but they find Sifo-Dyas' lightsaber. They do. Which is also cool. Um, Real quick before we actually talk about that. We yes. need to campaign for a Clone Wars and Rebels panel solely with Athena Portillo because yes. she produces all this stuff. I and agree. she's the one that would be able to answer all these crazy questions about budgets and stuff. We need to find her. She, uh, she would be so reasons. great on a panel. And, and Joel, we could have Joel Aaron on there, too, and he could talk about all the animation logistics. Ooh. Let's make this happen, people. Can Let's everybody back happen. us on this and tweet at these people? Yeah. <laughs> let's do at- this panel at our meetup. <laughs> yeah, let's do This is Our meetup just became a panel. <laughs> <laughs> no, it did not. Oh, um, that'd be really cool. Though. Yeah, so they find Sifo Diaz's lightsaber. They do. Um, what did you know about Sifo Diaz before this arc? Uh, very little. Um, I knew what I knew from the Darth Plagueis book, mm-hmm. and from Episode Two. You know that it was a Jedi that was responsible for the creation of the Clone Army. Mm-hmm. That he went behind the back of the Council to do it, and then in the Plagueis book, you find out that it basically was Plagueis that freaked him out into making the Clone Army. Mm-hmm. Because that was like a really big thing that I enjoyed about the Plagueis book, which I'm sure we'll review eventually. Oh, we're, we're going um, to. I'm going to read it again. Sweet. I just, Sean picked up a copy so I can yes. read it. Yes. But there's a, there's a scene where he, 
Uh, Plagueis liked to just mess with Jedi. Mm-hmm. So he would go up to him and try to poke holes in their philosophy and like, oh, what about that? What about that? <laughs> and he, <laughs> oh, you're a Jedi? Yeah, well, that's cool. What about that? And uh, that's how Plagueis sounds. And um, he he is actually on Kamino and then talks to Sifo-Dyas and he essentially was like, you know, what would happen if like a massive, like large scale army just attacked the Republic? Mm-hmm. And sifo is like, oh, I don't know. And he's like, you think you'd be prepared for that? And he goes, uh, I don't, I don't know. You know. Oh God, we wouldn't. And it's like, you know, made him do that. Yeah. Um. So outside of that, I knew nothing. That's pretty much all I knew too. I didn't know if there was any more info. Yeah. On don't him. think so. I mean, there might be. I don't know everything about Star Wars, guys. I assume you do. <laughs> I see. You know what? For the longest time, like I've said this before on the show, though, I feel like if you listen to the show, you're probably the Star Wars guy or girl in your friends group. Mm-hmm. You know, like the the average person when they see something Star Wars, they'll message you mm-hmm. and be like, "Hey, so did you see this?" And you're like, "Yep, eighteen times." <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, for the longest time, I felt like I knew a lot about Star Wars because I read a lot of the books, read a lot of the comics. You know, this is as with everyone else, I'm sure, uh, my childhood. But then the internet came around, and I've talked and gotten to see a lot of other people, and I was like, "Oh, I know nothing." Like, I look at people like, you know, the Star Wars Explained guys, you know, Alex and Molly, mm-hmm. amazing, amazing. Uh, Sam Witwer, in my opinion, knows literally everything. I think Sam Witwer, like, he's he really does to implant, like, a holocron into his brain. Yes, he is just goals, you know, and then the Lucasfilm Story Group, obviously. Yeah. Um. So, so I look at them and I'm like, oh, I don't know anything, you know. And but I yeah, look so at no. you and I'm like, you are the story group, Brian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. Definitely not. Your but I try. Your don't reflect that? <laughs> uh, no, no. Neither does my mental health. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, Sifo DS, very little info. We get to see him. I'm not crazy about his design, I'll be honest with you. Um, I don't like his hair. I need to look up that hologram of him again. It's like a weird sort of like double front ponytail thing kind of like if <laughs> kind of like if Sanube grew his hair out oh lord <laughs> now that i'm thinking about oh, it oh i see it now yeah i don't know that's a weird design choice it so. is weird it's like a it's like he shaved his head except for side pigtails and like a back ponytail yeah it's like you know when people like lose all the hair on the top of their head but yeah. then they grow out all the rest of it yeah he just literally grew out all of it and then tied it back. Yeah, which you know I can kind of respect that. It just doesn't. You know, it's not a if good you don't want for him, if you don't want to give up, you know, it kind of just do that. <laughs> yeah, I just oh man, he's got a really dumb haircut. It's uh, it's P- poor Sifo-Dyas. He has the most receding hairline ever, but somehow maintains enough to uh, have the front ponies. Yeah. So they find his Plocoon and the Wolfpack find Sifo Dias's lightsaber. Yep. Uh, and then Yoda, Obi Wan, and Anakin go on this investigation to figure out what the heck happened to him because he's been yep. gone for ten years. Which yep. is like, okay, why didn't you guys check into this earlier? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> they just gave up pretty quickly. They're like, hey, he's gone. I guess I don't know. No evidence. We don't know. It's kind of bizarre. A little bit. Um. Little bit. So then Sidious is like, "Yo, Dooku, I need you to clean up some some garbage here, so they don't figure out what happened." Yep. Don't need no garbageio out there. Yeah. Um. And we end up going back to see the Pikes, right? 
Yes, we do. They go to see the pikes because they track it down to like uh, the last place that it went or something like that. Yeah. And then they find out that uh, Sifidius wasn't alone. He had a buddy with him. Right. Because they no, they go to they go to um uh they go to Palpatine first, and they're like, hey, what do you know about this? He goes, oh, I don't know. I wasn't Chancellor at the time. And he goes, oh. So then they go see Valorum mm-hmm. because he was in charge at the time. And Valorum and goes, is oh. like, yo, my aide went with him. Yes, and exactly. my aide didn't come back either. Exactly. So Silman, yes, uh, is like his aide. He name. goes with him. Silman. It's a, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And he, uh, so they, they, uh, they track down this Silman guy, and then they, uh, they see that there was something going on with the Pike Syndicate on uh, Obadiah, mm-hmm. which is also a really cool mm-hmm. uh, planet name. I like that a lot. But then, so it got shot, the the shuttle gets shot down. I believe it was the Pikes that shot it down for whatever reason. And then they captured Silman. Mm-hmm. And he's been in jail all of this and time. And he's still alive. And he's, he's crazy. still alive. And he's like, yeah, he's bugs uh, and stuff. <laughs> exa- and he asks him, he's like, do you have any food? And they're like, yeah, oh, food, yeah. And then he's like feeding his bugs. Yeah. Like, oh, they're very hungry. Yeah. Uh, and he's, you know, bonkers. Kind of reminds me of the like weird little creature thing on Mortis. Mm-hmm. You know that bites Ahsoka? Yeah. Hate Same that sort thing. of reminiscent uh, things, but yeah, he's like a crazy little monkey person because he's been. <laughs> he's, he's very been... weird. Who voices him? I don't know. We should um, look that up. I don't know. I do. Let's see. Stand by. Clone Wars. Silman. Voice. That's not how you spell voice. Here we go. I feel like it would be someone like Sam Witwer. <laughs> uh, right? It does. <laughs> you could totally it... pull that off. I mean, Sam Weaver can do literally anything. I am such a fan of that guy. Let's see. Silman, Silman, Silman. Wow, it is not on the front page of the of the IMDb. Is there really no? Oh, 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 oh. Brian George, who also voices Kiati Mundi. Uh, wow. Hashtag no Look filter. Hashtag <laughs> no filter is oh, also hashtag cool. crazy bonkers monkey man. That's cool. Look at that. What a small galaxy. Twinsies. Twinsies. Cray cray. Um, so yeah, they find Silman and he starts telling them like, like a little bit of like, oh, there was this and there was somebody else that we were doing. And then he just starts getting choked and you're like, what's going on? And Dooku it's showed up because that's what he does. Yep. Dooku shows up and uh, kills, him. kills him. Kills him real bad. Yeah. And then they have this sweet fight. Yeah. Which that's probably nuts. one of the best fights too, as far as animation goes. It's really cool. And uh, Dooku, as always, gets you know, away. Gets away, um, and then he makes it back to Coruscant, if I'm not mistaken, and then gives um, Palpatine the what's up, and he's like, "Hey, <laughs> so handled." <laughs> uh, took care of that business. Took care of that. Dooku literally just showed up and was like, "Ah, okay, hold on." Walks inside, kills Selman, walks out. <laughs> yep. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Um, but something pretty big happens in the next episode. Oh man! Talk about it. Talk about so, it. So, so remember back when we reviewed season five, and I was like, I think the second half of season five is my favorite of the whole series. Mm-hmm. And then I rewatched this, and I was like, What was I thinking? <laughs> Lied. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was wrong. I was wrong. Uh, the second half of season five is the most emotionally impactful for mm-hmm. me of the entire series, but my favorite is from here on out. So. Yeah. Voices. Voices are heard. Voices from people that you love. I'm telling you guys, 
the scream that came out of my mouth <laughs> when I hear Liam Neeson's voice. <laughs> Especially because Yoda's just kind of, you know, hanging out in his little room, mm-hmm. just meditating, as a Yoda is known to do. You just hear, you know, Yoda. And I'm like, oh. <gasps> and then it is Qui-Gon Jinn, and I love it because Yoda's like, I'm crazy. Can't yeah. Be. And then he lifts him up. And this is, okay, we're going in. Guys, so. Buckle up, friends. Uh, in episode eight, when I first saw it, uh, I remember seeing Yoda, you know, um, hit Luke in the face with the cane, and then, like, you know, light the tree on fire. I was like, oh, this is crazy. Force ghosts interacting with the temporal world. What? And then I was like, wait a second. As always, Qui-Gon did it first. Because he's <laughs> and he lifts up Yoda and blows the candles out and throws some furniture around the room because that's how you show what's up. And then he's like, "You, uh, we got some talking to do. I figured it out. And me, I'm like, yeah, you did. So uh, we get uh, we get, we get, uh, we get Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon's back. I'm having a hard time talking now. That's our next but, uh, uh, design is Qui-Gon did it first. <sighs> yes. Yes, yes. You know what? I need a shirt. <laughs> I need a shirt. We'll Qui-Gon get Melissa did it to first. work on it. <laughs> Melissa, help me. <laughs> 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 so he... So he has this thing. Uh, he levitates him, and then they go to uh, they go to the council. Uh, Yoda goes to the council meeting, and then they talk about how um, up until now, you know, they thought that Dooku was probably the Sith master because they'd only seen Darth Maul beforehand, and they know this is the rule of two. So now they're starting to think like, oh, wait a second, maybe Dooku's the apprentice. Hmm. And they just start, you know, kind of going back and forth on that. And then... Uh, they're like, we should probably, you know, keep an eye on Yoda because he's being a little weird. And he's very distant. And you don't know what's going on. And then uh, Yoda's in the garden. And he's just doing his thing. Like, because, you know, he thinks he's going a little crazy now. Because this has never happened before. Qui-Gon, you pioneer you. Uh, and so Yoda's walking around. And was like, what is going on with Yoda? This is very strange. And then he tells them later on at a council meeting that he's been hearing some stuff. And he's like, I think someone's trying to reach out from the netherworld of the Force. Like, something's going on, and I don't know what it is. So he has everybody kind of, like, meditate over him. It's so sweet. It's I so cool. I love it. I love it's it. It's so cool. And, like, I love the time afterwards, because it kind of zooms out from the temple room, and then it just shows, like, the sun's going in traffic. And, yeah. like, you it know, he basically is like, something's time. going on, guys. I need some help. And they're all like, We got here. you. You know? Come it's here, so brother. cool. Such a cool... I yeah! Know. And so uh, nothing happens. And he's like, huh, I don't know what's going on. So then he's like, desperate times cause for desperate measures. And he wants to go into this like back to tank thing. Or this like water tank. I don't think it's back to. He's so cute. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Tiny little Yoda and his tiny little arms, his little harness. And they're like, I'm going to almost kill myself. (laughs) And Obi-Wan's like, "Mm, don't know about this. And Yoda's like, I'm doing it anyway. So he gets in this thing and then they lower the oxygen all the way down. And then he starts tripping out. And you're like, oh, snap. And I really like this because Qui-Gon is like, no, don't do it this way. And that's so cool because Mm -hmm. it just proves once again there's no shortcuts. Yeah. You can't cheat the system. If you want to find enlightenment and wisdom and stuff like that, you got to go the old-fashioned way. And Qui-Gon's like, just go to Dagobah. Trust me. Don't do this. Don't tell anyone either. You don't know if you can trust anyone. Don't. Nothing. Just me and you. See you on Dagobah. And then Yoda comes out and he's like, all right, cool, yeah. And he's just kind of hanging out and it's all it's all fine. And then he's like, Anakin, I need your help for a second. 
And he's like, oh, what's going on? And he goes, well, you know how you're really good at like disobeying orders? I need your help disobeying some orders. <laughs> and he, he, uh, Anakin helps him. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if escape is the right word, but it kind of is. Um, and he gets in his little, uh, uh, his little Jedi starfighter, which is already awesome because so it's got a tiny Yoda fighter. I know. Um, it's proportionate to him, which is just great. <sighs> um, and then he brings R2 with him. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And then he goes to Dagobah. Yeah. And when he gets to Dagobah, which he's amazing. like, mm. yes, yes, which is really cool because I love that uh, Qui-Gon talks about uh, this is like one of the nexus points in the Force. He's like, there are a few places as strong in the force as Dagobah. So you're already like, oh, interesting mm-hmm. that Yoda exiled himself in a place so strong in the force. Interesting. interesting. Yes. So then uh, then we get the bad news. Then we get the bad news uh, that forever breaks my heart. And I'm hoping something comes of it in the future. Who knows? Uh, it's my pipe dream. Uh, Yoda asks him if he can show himself. And Qui-Gon's like, nope. I didn't finish my training, yeah. so just follow the lights. And I'm like, ah, oh, man, Force goes Qui-Gon. Come on, man. But who knows? Who knows? Master and Apprentice hasn't come out yet, so who knows? Um, God, I just want oh, to Force goes Qui-Gon so bad. But I'll take the lights. So we got a light. And he's like, follow the lights. Here's what's going on. And then he takes him to uh, uh, the cave, which yep. is neat. Yep. And then it's not neat for Yoda, though, because he sees, you know, Jedi fighting clones, and then he sees Darth Sidious kill the Jedi Masters. We get to see Agent Kolar die in the Clone Wars, which is, you know, kind of a treat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's over, and, you know, Yoda comes out, and he's all not good. Um, and he's like, things are crazy. What do I do? Because uh, he just saw the end, you know? Yeah. And Qui-Gon is like, here's the deal. There's, <laughs> a, like, there, there's a line. I don't remember what it was. It's like, it's like one of my favorite lines in all of Clone Wars, and, of course, it's Qui-Gon. And he talks about how, like, there's always hope, but it often comes in, in ways you wouldn't expect or something mm-hmm. like that. It's really, it's a great, great quote, and I'm going to look it up in a second. Um, but it's amazing and very important, as uh, everything Qui-Gon says is. And so then he tells him to go to this place, um, which I forget what it's called. It's like the, the birthplace of, like, all life. It might be called all life. Um, and it's this weird sort of place and that's where Qui-Gon learned to retain his identity after death. And you're like, okay, cool. Things is about to get cray-cray. And so Yoda gets in his fighter, and then he goes. And he makes his journey to this place. And again, and this is weird. really cool. <laughs> it's really weird. It's really cool because you also get this other, like, trial uh, of the Jedi to kind of prove yourself. You know, you got to go to Dagobah, learn the things, go to the cave. If you pass that test, you go to the next one. And... The computer is, like, going crazy, and they don't know what's going on. You know, R2 kind of poops out. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, basically, Yoda just lets the Force Jesus take the wheel. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he kind of gets there, and it's going crazy. He goes, all right, let's just do this. Closes his eyes, meditates, and then, boop, boop, shows up in this place that's like the Avatar world from The Legend of Korra Season 2, and it's nuts. And it's really cool. And when Yoda uh, gets out of the Starfighter, they land, he gives R2 his lightsaber, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you only, you'll find what you take with you kind of stuff going on here. Um, so he sees this crazy place, and then he comes across uh, the priestess, which is also very Weird. cool. 
a lot of this reminds me of sort of like Mortis stuff. Like yeah. I would love for Sky Talkers to talk about this stuff because they're very into like forcey stuff. Yeah, they're way better at articulating than I am. No, you're you're <laughs> doing like, great. I just I'm like, I stuff. would love to see how different people who are into the force uh they're incredible because yeah guys you gotta check it out check out their their mortis one their hands one they're all of them they're just they're so good i feel smarter after listening to sky talkers is that weird same yeah (laughs) i feel like enlightened and yeah exactly our meetup is basically gonna be a sky talkers fan expo where we're I'm going to stand about on the, the bar. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to stand on the bar with their entire episode list on my on my phone and be like, and the first episode they talked about. Yeah, and, and if then, Charlotte and Caitlin are able to make it, we're probably going to just like freak out. <laughs> uh, we're like, everybody, this is actually their meetup. Surprise! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome to the Dorky Diva Show presents the Sky Talkers. Yeah, <laughs> we'll make them do a live show like right there. With no microphones yeah, so, or anything. Uh, <laughs> Talk about Star Wars. Listening. Yeah. Dance, monkey, dance. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to show up now. They're going to hear this and be like, heck oh, no. <laughs> I mean, if you do, just know what you're getting into. <laughs> anyway, this, this is why fan interactions are uh, are <laughs> tricky. And we're, <laughs> we're just giant fans of them. Uh, so, yes. They, me, I just yell. I'm like, Quagon and the Force, huh. and they're like, "Here's here's what it means." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> I ah!" Know. I scream know. louder. Yeah. Uh, so he, he he meets the priestess, and this is a this is another really cool thing because she's like, "All right, there's some crazy stuff up in that hill over there. You know, the, <laughs> everything the light touches is our kingdom. What about that dark spot? You must never go there. Yeah. Except they're like, you definitely need to go there. Yeah. And so Ooh, Yoda goes there, and we get another really cool thing, another great moment in the Clone Wars with like Dark Side Yoda, and this sequence again another test. Yoda's just being tested and tested and tested and tested because he has to prove himself worthy of this knowledge, you know. Um, and so he sees this like Dark Side Yoda, and it's a really really powerful scene because it's him, and not him like in a reflective sort of like Dark Side trick sort of way, like. That's every bad feeling that Yoda has. And this is really important because a lot of people like to hamper on the Jedi and be like, oh, you know, there's no emotion stuff, blah, blah, blah. They have emotions. That's the thing. The key is to keep it intact, to keep it in control. And that's something Yoda talks about in the scene where he says, like, you know, uh, he didn't even recognize him at first. He's like, oh, you're nothing. And then he had to acknowledge that he has that dark side in him, as everybody does. But he, he's like, you have no power over me. He takes complete control of it to where it dissipates and disappears mm-hmm. after they fight. After beating the mess out of him. Oh, man, Yoda gets thrown around like a tiny little ragdoll. And uh, he does uh, let it go eventually, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. You actually get to see Yoda vanquish his dark side. It's crazy. Like, this it's is nuts. probably... There's a lot of weird stuff that happens in the Clone Wars, but this is probably one of the weirdest things. It's my favorite. I actually my really like it. It favorite. took me a long I time love it. to actually uh, appreciate it. Like, I've seen this episode a few times now, and I did not get it at first. And now I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. It's so important. Like, the, the stuff that's going on here, you know? And, like, the, the fact, like, it's insane. It's insane because Yoda, like, starts turning into this thing and then it's like taunting him the whole time it's like oh you don't know who you are blah, blah, blah. and it's like 
this is this is perfect for like us for people mm -hmm. to realize that like we have this in us but we can't we don't have to give it any power yeah that's the thing like there's so much choice here you know and it's it's going to be extremely difficult at times but it doesn't mean it's impossible and yoda is straight up showing his dark side and defeats it yeah which is just crazy cool and then he goes to this other place and uh it's a uh, it's not it's not good because he starts to see some like pretty terrible terrible things like he sees he sees uh, Ahsoka dying Aww. and she's like oh you couldn't save me blah 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 and it's like you know after she left the order and then uh you see like if the clone then he has this weird vision where it's like if the clone wars never happened mm -hmm. and he's like in this little like serenity by the forest tree in the temple and like Qui-Gon's there and Dooku's there and they're all just kind of hanging out and it's like really nice. And Yoda's like, oh wow, it's just so good to see everybody. And then he realizes, wait a second, this isn't, this isn't real. And he's, yeah. and he's also like, oh Dooku, you're a separatist, you're evil, blah, blah, blah. And then Dooku's like, well then take this. And he turns into, you know, himself and he so attacks crazy. Yoda. And, uh, and then it kind of, Yoda snaps out of it. And then, uh, you know an another test it's like you know this is making you feel really really bad and at fault for ahsoka's death and all this stuff and then be like hey would you you do you want to take this reality that's not real like would you rather take the easy way out and just mm -hmm. have it say it never happened mm -hmm. and yoda's like no yeah no that's definitely not no definitely not and then he wakes up and then he sees uh the priestess like all of them mm -hmm. and then he's like i want to see your face and there's nothing there yeah <gasps> yeah what is that it's Qui-Gon's way to come back. So, Isn't that uh, crazy? Love it. Love this I, is, this I hope is the Star new Wars, season man. has weird stuff in it like this. Oh, same. Same. Like, this, this is Star Wars that. right here. This kind of stuff. Like This is what separates Star Wars from everything else. Mm -hmm. The Force and the Jedi and weird, crazy, doesn't ever need to be fully explained. God, I love it. Yeah. I do too, Man. and it and it allows you to watch it multiple times, and it's it doesn't feel old because you're still trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? Exactly, and that that's the beauty of the force, the idea of the force. Yeah, you know, it's like there there is no figuring it out. Yeah, it's all of it. It's everything. There's so many different interpretations of it. I mean, we got like the Lasat have their own version mm -hmm. of what the force means to them, and then the Jedi have theirs. The 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 Bardotans have their own sort of thing. Like, but it's all the force. Yeah. Which is really cool. Really and then cool. he uh he has to go to Moraband, mm -hmm. which is the homeworld of the Sith. Mm -hmm. Um used to be Corbin, but now it's Moraband. That's okay. No okay, big deal. <laughs> no big deal. I'm 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 over it. Uh just names. Finally. And so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's good. Um so he goes through this place and the priestess is like, "Hey, Things are going to go crazy. You should probably go in here. And so he does. And um, he, he basically is like, okay, so this is the home world of the Sith. If I don't come out in a few days, like, you should probably leave. <laughs> you know? And R2 like, okay. and it's like crazy. And so Yoda goes into this place and he uh, sees this giant sort of like snake thing. And it gets weird again. And then there's a bunch of like other Sith and Yoda's like, please. He just walks by them. Mm -hmm. He's like, this ain't nothing. This ain't nothing. I just saw some crazy stuff back there. This ain't nothing. 
Uh, and then Count Dooku from across the galaxy is like, ooh, something's bad. Yeah. Something's real bad. <laughs> which feels reminiscent to me of the Darth Plagueis book, which I didn't realize was going to be mentioned so much in this show. <laughs> uh, that... Uh, you know, the dark side was taking over the force via Palpatine and Plagueis. They were pulling it into the dark side, and the force corrected itself by creating Anakin, thus setting the prophecy in motion. Uh, and the same kind of thing is happening, where Yoda is getting more toward the light side, and he's getting more powerful, to where Dooku across the galaxy is like, oh no, sums bad. Yeah. And then he uh, immediately. Goes to goes to Palpatine. It's like, hey, so do you feel that? Because uh, this ain't good. Is it good at all? And he's like, yeah, we should probably do something about this. But then Yoda goes into the Sith temple, and we see Darth Bane in the canon. Yes. And he looks like a samurai. Yes. And he's voiced by Mark Hamill. Yeah. It's just, God, can they get any cooler? No, they can't. All right. And so uh, he has this whole thing, and I love that Yoda immediately knows who he is. Because that shows, like, the higher up in the Jedi, get, you're more tr- you're trusted with more knowledge, you know. And that was like a big thing Joe Costanu talked about. You know, it's like not everybody gets all the knowledge because not everybody can handle it. So obviously, they don't talk a lot about the Sith, uh, in the Jedi Temple. You know, so much so that even Palpatine's like, "Oh, it's not a story the Jedi would tell you," kind of <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Um, but Yoda immediately was like, "Oh, you're Darth Bane, and you instituted the rule of two. I understand." which is kind of neat that he knows that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, you find out that the Sith actually sacrificed Jedi in this temple, which is pretty Crazy. dark. <laughs> pretty dark. Mm. And then Dooku and Sidious are like, okay, here's the deal. Yoda's getting too close to, to some stuff. We need to figure something out. So they do this like weird Sith magic kind of thing, and he's saying like magic words over this blue fire, and you're like, oh, snap, what's going on? And then from across the galaxy, with Dooku's blood, he does this little, like, Voldemort, Harry Potter type thing, and, uh, you know, blood of the willing type stuff. And Sidious uh, makes this, like, it's like with Force Lightning, with Dooku and Palpatine, because they both kind of shock this sort of bowl Mm -hmm. of magic blood thing. Mm -hmm. And then they make this, like, illusion of Sifo-Dyas on Moribund. (laughs) Dude! (laughs) <laughs> Star Wars, man. So intense. I'm so, so happy intense. that you're talking about this because I would oh. literally have no idea how to explain any of this. Oh, well, you came to the right place for some nonsense. Uh, so Yoda, he sees Sifo-Dyas, who's being like, you know, tied up in these weird little cord things and his dumb haircut. And then he's like begging Yoda to be like, you know, you got to get me out of here. I've been here for a long time. Oh, by the way, I know who the Sith Lord is. And then Yoda's like, what? And he's like, hey, don't you want to know? Don't you want to know? And he's like, no, not really. And then, uh, well, it doesn't work out so well because Sifo-Dyas turns into Palpatine, which is not good. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but, you know, hey, we're here. And so Yoda uh, starts having these, like, weird sort of, like, flashbacky type things, you know, where he sees himself, like, with the other clones, and then he asks... Uh, like Anakin's there, and he's like, "Hey, what's going on?" He goes, "Oh, we're uh, we found out who the Sith is. He's in, uh, he's on Coruscant. We're just gonna go hang out. It's gonna be cool." And then you're like, "What is happening? Is this happening at the same time?" And I was kind of tripping out because <laughs> I was like, "What is happening?" <laughs> I would <laughs> love to see your brain like putting all these pieces together the first time you watched it. Oh, especially this scene yeah. because you see like Sifo-Dyas turns into Palpatine, 
And then Yoda just like trips out, and next thing you know, he's on a gunship with Anakin and Rex and the clones, and he's like, "What? What's yeah. happening? What's going on?" And <laughs> and Anakin's like, "Oh yeah, we found him. Yeah, it was, uh, they we caught Dooku. He's uh he's in that industrial district. Uh, so we're gonna do that. It's gonna be fine." And then Yoda uh, finds out that Dooku is meeting with Palpatine, and then Yoda is like, "I need to find out who this person is because he doesn't recognize him by his chin." And then the Jedi and the clones show up, and then Dooku and Sidious like pretty much immediately uh, take out the clones with Force Lightning, which is you know how it goes. And then Yoda, uh, not Yoda, uh, Anakin and Dooku start fighting, but then Yoda's like, "I got this, Darth Sidious. Let's do this." And then he sees, uh, uh, he turns back around, and then he sees Anakin kill Dooku, yeah, which is what happens in Episode yeah. Three. So we see I that am. going on. And they're like, what's happening? And then Yoda's like, what just happened? Oh, wait, I'm busy. So he goes to uh, fight Sidious, and he goes outside, and there's a sweet little, like, catwalk battle going on. And then Anakin's like, I'm here to help, and immediately becomes a problem. Yeah. Bad idea. That's, you know, as you do. And then Yoda has to decide here, because he's using the Force to hold Anakin, who gets, like, thrown off the edge, uh, which shows, you know, how much Palpatine actually cares about him. If any of this is even real, uh, <laughs> it it isn't. And so Yoda's like holding him, and then Palpatine's like, uh, "You going to get me or save him?" And he's like, "Oh God, I'm a Jedi, so I gotta do the oh Anakin, come on, man." And uh, he uh, he he goes to Sidious, and if I remember correctly, um, the the whole thing kind of collapses, and then. Yoda's hold like at the bottom of this like piece that falls, and then Sidious is at the top, and then Yoda pulls the classic and throws his lightsaber up, mm-hmm. and then uh, you see uh, Palpatine, and then he finds his robes, and then he's looking in there, and they're empty, and you're yeah. like, "What his just happened? Gone?" And Yoda's like, "What yeah. is going on?" But he passed the trial. Yeah. Like like Galadriel in Lord of the Rings when she freaks out and goes all like color negative. She's like, I completed the test. Yeah. I, I did it. I did it. And he shows up and the force priestess is like, all right, step on up. We'll teach you what we what we taught Qui-Gon. Which makes me think, Qui-Gon went through all of this. Yeah. What? What did he see? What went on there? Yeah. And why didn't he finish? Man. But wow. then the priestesses tell him there is another Skywalker. Yep. Which you're like, So what? at this point, that means Padme is pregnant, right? Uh, yes. Yes, it does. What? Which is bonkers. <laughs> so you're like, what is happening? Yeah. Wait a second. Yeah. And then I do like this. They, they had this moment with Dooku and Palpatine afterwards when they're like, well, that didn't work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this isn't good. Yeah. And they're like, we uh, we're gonna we're gonna have to figure something out real quick because Yoda's starting to get into things he ain't supposed to. Yeah. Um, Man. Which is you know, redonk. And then uh, Yoda goes back, and Mace Windu and Obi Wan are waiting, and they're like, hey, so where'd you go? And he goes, eh, don't worry tell about it. Tell you about it later. <laughs> yeah, tell you about it later. And he's like, so I may have figured out some cool stuff and how to win this war, but uh, probably not. Yeah. Still, tr- still trying to figure it out. <sighs> Um, and then I do, I do enjoy when he realizes that like, you know what? We probably shouldn't have got involved in this, Yeah. but it's kind of too late for that now. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's uh, sad to see when they understand that things are crumbling apart. 
And yeah, hundred percent. Too far gone, and they can't fix or control it. And it's just that's it's just what, gonna happen. That's and we. That's know why happens. I love. Yeah, and that's why I love the line in episode five when he says, "You know, wars not make one great," mm-hmm. because that is a really heavy line when you think about Everything what Yoda learned through, yeah. from the Clone Wars. Yeah, like that's that sucks. <sighs> Little Yoda. He's just the best. That's why Yoda's my second favorite character for this reason. He's pretty great. He's so, dude, 900 years old and still willing to learn. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I feel like you need to take a big deep breath after that. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm breathing heavy dude, now. Dude, that was Jeez. intense. I'm thrilled I'm and amazed that you like remembered <laughs> all that. Oh, I didn't remember it. I had kind of notes. Oh. You had notes? I had little bullet points. That you made? <laughs> I mean, maybe. I had Give to go in this. for this one. <laughs> I I got uh you know pretty I knew what we were going into with these Aww, so I had like little things I did re- I'll be honest I did remember almost all of it so but nice. I had but to keep had myself notes. a little bit on track <laughs> with something like this I'm I'm actually hot right now <laughs> Jeez. when I get that worked up I gotta be like all right Brian <laughs> you're sweating <laughs> exactly just stay on the track and you're good anything so that happens within those two lines you're okay. You did a good job. Oh, man. All right. So that's the end of The Lost Missions. And that's only 12 or 13 episodes, I believe. So it's interesting because I still don't understand if the 12 episodes we're getting and the new season are going to be like the completion of this season or a totally different season. I guess it really doesn't matter. But I don't know if I should call it season seven or part two of season six. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess we'll find out at Celebration. Yeah, that's true. How much are we going to... Like, there's so many loose ends in the series, mm-hmm. having ended it like this. Yeah. I mean, like we said, the last time we saw Darth Maul, he was getting tortured by Palpatine, and that's it. Yep. Still but then we know the ending with Cad Bane. Guys, if they put Cad Bane you know, in the new episodes, I will literally have a heart attack, and Brian is going to take over the show, okay? He's in the world. <laughs> <get> the podcast. <laughs> I am so sorry ahead uh. of time, because he is 100% going to be in them. <laughs> We'll wait until that episode airs and then just open the next one. Hey, guys. Uh, I mean, welcome to the Dorky Dude show, I guess. Um, it happened. Yeah. It happened. Mourn she, me. Uh, if it makes you feel any better, she did get buried with the hat. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so let's talk about Star I mean, Star if I'm going to die from it, I'm going to die really happy because, I mean, that's all I need right now in life. I mean, as if I'm going to survive the episode one panel in a month. <laughs> true we gotta figure out a new uh heir to the dorky diva show yeah exactly <laughs> we'll just start passing out like taking shifts be like when i get taken out from over exhaustion from yeah. screaming qui-gon yeah you'll find a new co-host yeah when cad bane comes back and you go out we'll have another one yeah and the dorky diva show will live on through it will others. live on forever <laughs> remember us friends as we were uh, yelling into the void yeah wow great this arc. is fun <laughs> such yeah. a great arc such a great half a season uh, i'm still breathing heavy. our clone it's wars uh series is over for now uh, yeah for wow. now yeah dude dun, when dun, that dun. show comes back we're gonna do what sky talkers does when as soon as the resistance episode ends we're gonna be recording so clone wars <laughs> episode ends we're gonna be recording i don't care if you're working 
Figure it out. <laughs> You'll be driving around, making the rounds on your paper route, and I'll be like phoning you in. We got to do this. That's right. I'll be calling in. Yeah, from like, your car. Hold on. It, uh, it was pretty cool uh, when we got no, – no, no. That, don't touch that. <laughs> yeah, and it's that was good. Um, Jedi and stuff. Clone Wars is back. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're going to do because I'm going to be so pumped. No, same. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this very long series of Clone Wars recaps. Um, I'm thinking after Celebration, we will be brainstorming on how to do Rebels recaps. Um, I just need to figure out how Sweet. to access the show. I mean, I guess I could buy the seasons. I would just prefer not to if I don't have to. I wish um, they had box sets, you know? I wish so, too. That's what's so frustrating cool. about it is, like, I have a lot of the Clone Wars seasons on DVD, so when that gets taken off of Netflix, I've pretty much got all the seasons, I think, except for season five. Um, uh-huh. But, like, I don't have any of Rebels, so. Same. Bummer. I do have I do have Disney XD, though, so they have it, like, online. You can watch the episodes. Yeah. You have access to that? Uh, yes. Well, I can use your password. SD. Oh, hey, look, we figured it out. Duh. Thanks for <laughs> offering that. Yeah, of course. That's what Dang, I meant. Brian. Yeah, Disney now. Jeez. All right. Well, that's great to know. I'm here for you. <laughs> look at that. Problem solved. That's what I okay, do around so here. Okay, so then after Celebration, we will definitely be talking about Rebels. Sweet. How about then Apples? I'm just saying, on Jedi Night, you're going to get the same sort of... Uh, that's fine. Same sort of hype. That's fine. Because, my God. Brian, where can people find you online? People can find me online at Jedi Brian everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, Check out the interesting podcast on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all them them places. Uh, It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I'm really proud of it. We just had Alex Ray on from a Star Wars comic. And we may have the other half of that duo next week. Who knows? Uh, so check those out. I've had a lot of Star Wars guests on. So if you like this show, it's relevant to your interests, I believe. And uh, I think that's no. it. Patreon.com slash Jedi Brian has, uh, has the hype show as well. So I keep plugging it because Savannah's amazing. And <laughs> if you want to hear uh, Kathleen Kennedy amazingness for two and a half hours, I got you, man. Where else D&D can people find well. you now? People can also find me now. At brianbalance.com, thanks to the geniuses over at Odic Creative Solutions, you can now find all of that at one place, including my acting reel, because sometimes I pretend in front of a camera. Thanks, Savannah. You're welcome, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) You can find me everywhere at The Dorky Diva. My website is thedorkydiva.com. Um... We're excited for celebration. Please come to our meetup and talk to us. Very, um, very excited. Yeah, I mean, I gave all those details earlier, so I'm not going to repeat myself because that's annoying. Um, I do <laughs> want to thank all of our hey. amazing patrons. So first of all, if you want to support us on Patreon, you can do that at patreon.com slash thedorkydiva. And our amazing patrons are Anthony, Ben, Brandon, Brian, Chris, Daz, Daryl, Jen Marie, Jim, Kristen, Katie, Michael, Samir, Cherie, Sherry, and Tom. Thank you all Woo! so much for your support. Like I said last time, your support is the reason why we're bringing such cool swag to celebration it's the reason why we're having a meetup and we just really appreciate all you guys um one more time before we end this episode please check out our friend daryl's charity run the link is in the show notes um 
any donation is appreciated. He has no yes. idea that we're talking about this on the show today. He did, he <laughs> did not ask us to do this. Um, so we just truly adore him and want him to reach his goal. So please help him out. Check out that link and donate. So um, yeah. hopefully we'll be doing another podcast right before celebration. And until then, may the force be with you. May the force be with you.